0: A study published this month indicates a brain protective effect of flavonoids. What are flavonoids and how might they have a benefit to our brain health? Tune in for the details only here on the People Scientist podcast. Hello my people scientist army and welcome back to the people scientist podcast for episode 72 where every week I arm us with some scientific evidence so we can all lead the healthy lives we want to live. How is your day going? Did you wake up this morning thinking today is going to be a great day? I hope so because that is what you deserve. I hope that today I can bring a little bit of light and science to your day. I wanted to share with you some new data that came out just this month from the Framingham Cohort Study on flavonoids and cognition and the risk for dementia. There's some pretty interesting data on this topic, so as we always do, let's start off with some core takeaways. Flavonoids are naturally found in foods like berries, dark chocolate, tea, citrus fruits, parsley, and red wine. Flavonoids is often the compound that impart the vibrant color of some fruits and vegetables. That is why generally dietitians say to eat vibrant colored fruits and vegetables, because they tend to be richer in flavonoids. Many large observational studies have indicated that those who consume more flavonoid-rich foods— tend to have a lower risk for dementia, Alzheimer's disease, and heart disease. And this month in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, another large observational study confirms just that. Clinical trials where participants were asked to consume blueberries or dark chocolate indicate a likely benefit on certain measures of cognition and blood vessel health. These flavonoid-rich foods might reduce the risk for dementia by preventing certain risk factors implicated in dementia progression. So if you needed any more reason to enjoy berries, dark chocolate, tea, or red wine, there you have it. All in moderation, of course. Now, let's get into those details. Back in episode 51, I talk about how the Mediterranean diet may impart some benefit to our brain health. Well, part of the reason why the Mediterranean diet may have some benefit is because it tends to be rich in compounds called flavonoids. So you might be wondering, what are flavonoids? Flavonoids are naturally occurring pigments found in many plants. Flavonoids tend to impart that bright, rich colour of many fruits and vegetables. Common sources of flavonoids in our diet include berries red wine, citrus fruits, teas, dark chocolate, parsley, celery, onions, apples, and even soy products like tofu. So the study I came across was just published in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition this month. This study aimed to understand if people ate more flavonoids from their diet, did this impact their risk for dementia, and specifically Alzheimer's disease? Now this was based on the Framingham Cohort, which in the scientific field is a really important cohort of people. This is a massive group of individuals that have been followed for decades in order to understand what lifestyle factors may increase or decrease the risk of certain chronic diseases. This is the cohort to which the term risk factors was coined. This cohort, the Framingham cohort, is what gave us information that higher cholesterol, High blood pressure, and fat around the stomach area is what puts us at risk for heart disease. So, in the study published this month, the scientists studied nearly 3,000 people from this Framingham cohort for almost 20 years. The scientists assessed the participants' usual flavonoid intake five times throughout the 20 year period and followed the participants to see who developed Alzheimer's and dementia related diseases. In the 20-year period, 193 cases of dementia developed. It turns out that the individuals with the highest flavonoid intake in their typical diet had a lower chance of developing dementia. Specifically, those who ate the most of the anthocyanins, a particular type of flavonoid, had a much lower risk of developing dementia versus those who ate the least amount of anthocyanins. Specifically, a 76% lower chance, which is quite substantial. So those who consumed at least 16 milligrams of anthocyanins per day saw a reduced risk of dementia versus those who consumed 4 milligrams or less of anthocyanins per day. So if anthocyanins are potentially brain protective, where can we get anthocyanins from our diet? Well, they are very rich in raspberries, blueberries, blackberries purple corn, purple cauliflower, and more. So they tend to impart that red or purple color in fruits and vegetables. Now, considering that this study I just talked about is an observational study, it would be better to look at an intervention study. Now, the difference between these types of studies, the one I just told you about asks people what they eat. Then the people are followed for many years. So the findings are based on correlations or associations. Not necessarily cause an effect. So, what does this mean? Well, for example, there is a correlation between ice cream sales and the number of people that drown during the year. Now, that doesn't mean that ice cream causes people to drown, it just means that there is an association. Ice cream sales tend to be higher in the summer, and the number of people swimming also tends to be higher in the summer. That is why the correlation exists. So the fact that anthocyanin intake is higher in people with a lower risk of developing dementia does not necessarily mean that anthocyanins prevent dementia. That is why we next need to look at an intervention study where a group of people are given anthocyanin-rich food to eat and then they are followed to see if that impacts certain measures of cognition, brain health, or dementia. And luckily, there are several studies that have researched exactly this. So how about we take a look at a couple of them? In the European Journal of Nutrition in 2018, 37 men and women between the ages of 60 to 75 years were included in a randomized placebo-controlled clinical trial to see if blueberries that are naturally rich in anthocyanins could improve measures of cognition, such as memory, decision making, planning, and executive functioning. All these measures are very important in the context of dementia. So half the participants were asked to consume 24 grams of freeze-dried blueberries every day, which is equivalent to one cup of fresh blueberries a day. The other half of the individuals consumed a placebo for 90 days. The blueberry group saw an improvement in a learning test with a reduction in the number of errors by 30% versus their baseline values. Their reaction time errors also improved by nearly 50%. Other assessments of cognition did not differ versus baseline or the control group. So, this clinical trial indicates a potential benefit of consuming blueberries to some measures of cognition. How about another intervention clinical trial? In the journal Nutrients in 2018, 120 individuals aged 65 to 80 years were given either a placebo, a wild blueberry powder, or a purified blueberry extract to take every day for six months. The participants went through several assessments of their cognition, mood, and heart health at baseline three and six months. At the end of the trial, the scientists noted that those taking the blueberry extract tended to have improved systolic blood pressure and improved episodic memory. For example, those taking the blueberry extract performed about 8% better than the placebo group on memorization of words and sequences. Their blood pressure was about 5 millimeters of mercury lower versus the placebo group at the end of the study as well. And there are several other clinical trials showing similar benefits of blueberry intake on particular measures of cognition or heart health. So how might blueberries be having this brain protective effect? In the Journal of Nutrition this year, MRI scans of the brain were taken of participants in the Framingham Cohort study, in which their flavonoid intake over the last several years was recorded. The scientists observed that those who tended to consume more flavonoid-rich foods tended to have less white matter hyperintensity volume in the brain scans. This is important as white matter hyperintensity volume is a very strong marker of Alzheimer's and dementia risk. So we want less of this. And those who consumed more flavonoids tended to have less. Interestingly, the scientists noted a protective association for those who consumed foods rich in specifically flavin 3 ols which is a specific type of flavonoid. And this specific type of flavonoid is included in teas and dark chocolate. There are also other clinical trials that have illustrated a potential benefit of cocoa or dark chocolate on some measures of cognition as well, similar to those blueberry clinical trials I had mentioned earlier. How else might flavonoids be having a brain protective effect? Well, in the journal Bioinformation in 2011, scientists report that in cell culture studies, flavonoids may have the ability to reduce amyloid beta production by regulating beta-secretase activity. Now, amyloid beta is the protein produced in the brain that is thought to be implicated in Alzheimer's disease progression. So, if flavonoids have the ability to reduce beta-amyloid production, this could be a potential benefit. However, this finding was limited to a cell culture study. In the journal Frontiers in Aging Neuroscience last year, scientists reviewed very nicely the potential mechanisms by which flavonoids in our diet might exert some brain protective effects. The scientists detail how flavonoids may be able to also inhibit acetylcholinesterase. They may be able to protect us from the harmful effects of free radicals and the oxidative damage on our brain cells. And how flavonoids may also promote blood vessel health. Now this is important because our brain is very vascular. It has many blood vessels running throughout it. This is necessary to supply the nutrients to our brain, as well as to get rid of metabolic waste. If the blood flow to our brain is compromised, so too is the function of our brain. So some studies show that flavonoids may be able to improve endothelial functioning of the blood vessels and to improve blood pressure. For example, in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition last year, a randomized controlled trial which included 115 subjects who ate either one half to one cup of blueberries a day or a placebo? Indicated that a daily intake of one cup of blueberries improved endothelial functioning and blood vessel health by 1.45% and improved stiffness of the arteries by 2.24%. So, you might be wondering what is the best way to add these foods to our diet? Honestly, different forms seem to have benefit whether that be fresh blueberries, frozen blueberries, or freeze-dried. I'm a fan, personally, of fresh or frozen blueberries. Dark chocolate, red wine, tea, citrus fruit, vibrant colored fruits and vegetables all seem to be a potential benefit. I like to make smoothies every day, for example, where I can add a few of these things. For example, a cup of frozen blueberries, a couple tablespoons of unsweetened cocoa powder, perhaps some dark leafy greens, and you can put that all into a blender to get those flavonoid rich foods all in one cup in a very quick and easy way. But honestly, do whatever works best for you. The one thing I do recommend is not to overcook foods, so not at a very high temperature for a long period of time, as the flavonoids might degrade under these particular circumstances. So there we have it, my people. scientist army. There is the latest science on flavonoid-rich foods and their potential impact on brain health, cognition, and risk for dementia. Just this month, a large observational study showed that those who consumed more flavonoid-rich foods tended to have a much lower risk of developing Alzheimer's and related dementias. Intervention studies with flavonoid-rich foods, such as blueberries, dark chocolate, and cocoa, illustrate a likely benefit to certain measures of cognition and blood vessel health. flavonoid rich foods may exert these benefits on dementia risk by reducing the amount of white matter hyperintensity volume in the brain, reducing amyloid beta production, protecting the brain from free radicals, and by promoting blood vessel health. So if you needed any more reason to consume blueberries, dark chocolate, tea, red wine, there you have it, but in moderation. Now, next week is Labor Day Long Weekend, so I will be taking the weekend off from the podcast and having a little staycation. I think I will spend lots of time outdoors, explore some of New York, and after making last week's episode on meditation, I think I'm going to try to do some outdoor meditation this upcoming weekend too. So I hope you all have a wonderful week. If you have the Labor Day Long Weekend, I hope you get a chance to really enjoy it. And I will meet you back here in two weeks' time on September 13th. Bye for now. I am a scientist simply sharing scientific evidence. Some of the clinical interventions I discuss are not appropriate for everyone. Before making any changes to your diet or lifestyle, please do consult the advice of your physician or dietitian. My opinions expressed here do not necessarily reflect those of Mount Sinai Hospital and its affiliates.